Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Clear Head Calm Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Cindy Sundstrom. And first of all, I want to say I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. I know I sure did. I have been eating leftovers all week and it's been glorious. I haven't had to cook that much, which if you know me is a good thing. <laughs> Okay, so today we're going to be talking about something that is near and dear to my heart that I've been learning a lot about these past, I would say, year and a half to two years in particular. It's been a big point of education for me and just like deep dive, and that is Nervous System Regulation 101. Basically, I want to let you know that a lot of these terms come from my training in somatic experiencing, which is a trauma training specifically created by Peter Levine. It's actually intended to be a training for psychologists, but it's open to body workers such as massage therapists like myself and um, physical therapists, I think as well, um, craniosacral therapists, yoga instructors, and the like. So I signed up. And so a lot of these terms, it's going to be from somatic experiencing. Basically, in order to get to know your nervous system, there's a couple different things that you can do. Number one is observe your physiological reactions. So get good at tracking what's known as the felt sense. So this can be sweaty palms, restless legs, the furrowing of your brow, the shallow breathing or holding your breath. So get to know your body. For example, I remember, oh my gosh, I don't think I've even told my in-laws this, but one of the first few times that I went to go have dinner at my mother-in-law's house, uh, that was the first time I became aware of the fact that I hold my breath when I'm nervous. Because up until then, I just didn't know. Um, really, I have been, well, I had been for a long time disassociated from my body. That was just something that for various reasons I grew up not really having this keen identification with my body, really not feeling any sort of connection there. If somebody would have asked me when I was a teenager, hey, listen to your body, what kind of sensations do you have? I would have been like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm not really sure what that means. It took me until I started doing yoga. That's when I really started becoming more embodied and when I started tuning into my body a lot more. And then, of course, studying massage therapy, which came after that, just deepened my understanding of the human body and my own. And since then, it's just been this rampant love affair. I'm just kidding. Kind of. Sometimes on the good days. Other days, it's just like, man, I'm back to just living in my head, dissociated. It's hard to feel anything from the neck down sometimes. But for the most part, I've come a long way. And I'm here to tell you that it is possible to start to wake your body up and start to feel a sense of safety in your body, a sense of pleasure in your body. Your body doesn't have to be this foreign. I know it sounds kind of silly calling your body foreign because, I mean, that's the only home you have from the moment you're born until the moment you die. But in reality, if you're like me and you've struggled with, or I would say dealt with anything like dissociation, then you'll know what I mean when I say it's a foreign entity. It's like you don't really know what's going on. You don't know what any of its signals mean. Maybe you have like a weird pain in your shoulder and you start to freak out and say, what does this mean? Or you feel some other, yeah, some other sensation somewhere that you are constantly feeling like uh, on edge or uncomfortable in your body or just, yeah, have a weird relationship with it. 
And I know in this society, we're really not taught to to listen to our bodies at all. It's becoming more and more encouraged, which is one of the reasons I'm sure why we're having this conversation today or why I'm talking about it today, because it is becoming more of a, a I guess, a hot topic in society. And that makes me really happy because, yeah, for a long time, it was more just like, it just wasn't even thought of, similar to mental health. People didn't talk about mental health even a few decades ago the way that we talk about it now. And it's the same with the body and nervous system regulation. People are just starting to talk about it and really just starting to start to think about what their relationship to their body is actually like. So anyway, yes, there I was having dinner at my, well, back then they were my in-laws. I was just dating Spencer, but sitting there with his family and I was so nervous. And that was when I realized that I was holding my breath. I was not breathing. I don't know how long that had been going on, but I was just holding onto my breath. And I slowly started focusing my attention on my belly and taking breaths. And I started to calm down a little bit and I was able to participate in the conversation and didn't, you know, whatever, all the good things. That's when I really started realizing or it was around that time that I started noticing the different sensations in my body. So when you're feeling, say, anxious or stressed or angry, what are the physical signs and sensations that tell you that you're feeling that emotion? For example, if you're angry, maybe you start to get this narrow vision. Maybe your hands start to feel like they just want to clench up maybe your face gets really hot. If you're nervous, maybe your armpits start to sweat. Maybe your palms start to sweat. Maybe you get butterflies in your stomach. How do you feel when you're feeling comfortable or cozy or safe? What are those sensations like? Maybe you feel this like warmth in your chest. Maybe you feel just this settled, rooted feeling in your in your hips or in your feet. Um, start to explore and get curious. And if you have been disconnected from your body for a long time, then this is going to feel very strange and you're not going to get a lot of information at first. But over time, if you just really take the time to tune in, you'll start to realize, you'll start to be able to quote unquote listen to your body and you'll start to hear all these little signs and feel all these little sensations. It's kind of like a meditation practice where at first all you can hear is the chatter of your thoughts or the noises in the room and you can't really drop deeper until you keep doing that practice, keep showing up to that practice and then you can start dropping into the deeper layers of, I mean, hey, that I don't know, consciousness of your soul of whatever you want to call that place you go to in meditation. <laughs> That's a conversation for another day, I think. So yeah, start to learn how your body reacts in different situations. Also remember, as you're starting to get to know all these sensations, just remember that we're observing at this stage. We aren't trying to change, necessarily change anything. Just be curious and non-judgmental. Basically, if you start to feel let's say something that isn't quite as pleasant, like you're nervous and you're starting to sweat. Yeah, that's not the most pleasant sensation, but don't make a big deal about it. Don't make a big story about it. Just notice it. Just say, okay, yeah, that's one of my signs that I'm nervous. I'm sweating right now. And that's it. Because right now at this stage, that's all you're doing is gathering information, just observing. Once you've gotten to know your nervous system a little bit, you'll be ready for step two, which is 
self-regulation. So these are tips and tricks that you can use either when you're experiencing a strong emotion in the moment, for example, if you're overwhelmed emotionally, or you can use these tools to help you process past traumas. But please note that you may want to process, if, if you do have a lot of trauma in your past, you may want to process and do this experience with a trained psychologist who can guide you through this process in a safe environment. Because even though I'm going to tell you more or less a couple steps of how you can do it, at the end of the day, sometimes it can get overwhelming to revisit past traumas, especially if, like I said, it's been really intense and you've never addressed it. So you might feel safer doing it with somebody who has experience guiding other people through that process. And if you're interested, simply send me an email to hello at calmheartmassage.com and I would be more than happy to give you some references or some referrals and resources here in the Fort Worth community. Okay, so the first is resourcing. So the first way to self-regulate is resourcing. And what this means is it's basically finding things that ground your energy. So how can you support your body so that it feels safe? Another way of asking this is what can you do to help you feel safe? If you're out and about, maybe you can go find somewhere quiet. Similarly to when you're at a big party and then you're just like, man, I just need to go to the bathroom and have a minute to myself. That's you self-regulating. That's you resourcing. So this can also be, it can also be like grabbing a blanket or drinking a hot cup of tea, something tangible. Or it can be something intangible, like thinking about a pleasant memory or finding a spot in your body that feels good. So say you're feeling nervous and you're noticing that you're starting to sweat. Maybe you bring your attention into your feet because your feet feel nice and rooted on the floor. So then you just stay. That would be your resource in that moment is finding that spot in your body that feels better. Another thing is orientation. This is a big one. So orient, orienting yourself to the space that you're in. So basically you do this just by looking around. It sounds, it, it's literally that easy. <laughs> you just kind of get a feel for where you are. And I've heard that military guys, military people start to, they're trained to do this. So like they'll go into a restaurant and immediately start to scan their environment, immediately register where all the exits are. And that's just kind of orienting to the space, getting to know, okay, what's going on in this space. And it doesn't come from us from a place of like anxiety or like, okay, I need to know my escape route. Sometimes I'm sure, but the goal is to just like, okay, I'm safe in this environment. I understand where things are and I can really feel settled and present in this situation in this moment. So say um, you're feeling super anxious, one way that you can start orienting and grounding your energy is to do the five senses, five senses, I guess, exercise that we talked about. I think that it was like episode two. Ugh, I wish I knew it off the top of my head. It might be episode two, episode three. I'll put it in the show notes to be sure. But that's where you just find five things that you can see, four things that you can hear, three things that you can touch, two things that you can smell, one thing that you can taste. And it's basically just starting to involve your senses so that you become more present in the moment. That's also a way to regulate your nervous system when you're feeling overwhelmed or just a little frazzled or anxious. 
Another thing you can do is called pendulation. So this is specifically if you're starting to work with maybe a, a sensation that you're not quite that comfortable with. If you're specifically working with something traumatic that happened to you or something that you're trying to process that made you feel all like, maybe let's say gave you the ick inside or whatever, a situation that makes you cringe, something that makes you feel ashamed. If you're working with feelings like that, then one thing that you can do to start to digest those feelings instead of just pushing them down or holding on to them for a long period of time is to do what's called pendulation. So this is when you start to like sit with the emotion and embody the emotion and then you really tune into the physical sensations of that emotion and especially when it starts to get a little overwhelming, when you're like, oh man, I'm getting deep into the thick of this emotion, then you pendulate to something that feels a little bit more comfortable in your body. So whether that's, like I said earlier, the feet on the floor feeling grounded, or that's when you go to your resource, you have your cozy blanket that makes you feel a little bit more comfortable, and you just start to oscillate or pendulate between the two sensations. And eventually this is going to equalize your nervous system so that it's not so bombarded with that um, negative experience. And like I said, you can make a point to actually explore this, whether that's with a trained psychologist or whether that's by yourself and you just want to take a few moments in quiet stillness and practice so that you can actually start to process these emotions or in the thick of a of say a, an emotional turmoil moment, then you can pendulate to something a little bit more palatable and digestible. So to recap, a couple questions to ask yourself when you are feeling emotionally overwhelmed are, what are the physical sensations I'm feeling and where are they? So where in my body do they feel them? Do I feel them? Can I sit with these sensations? If yes, great. Notice what happens with open curiosity. Just notice, do they get stronger? Do they go away? Do, do they kind of transform into something else? If no, you can't sit with those sensations, then resource yourself. You'll notice that the emotions eventually move through you and they often alchemize into something else, usually something positive. That said, if something is really big, then that's when you just want to Go to one of your resources, whether that's something external or something internal, something tangible or intangible. And if it got, if it's too overwhelming, then maybe consider booking an appointment with a psychologist. So if it's something that you really want to explore further. Okay, well, this has already been one of the longer call or one of the longer episodes. So I hope this was helpful for you. It really is just nervous system regulation 101. And you might be asking yourself, why is this even important? Why do I even want to, like, why do I care? Why should I make time to practice nervous system regulation or take time to digest negative emotions or get to know my body and its sensations like why why would you want to do that why does it matter well it matters because this is also how you build emotional resilience and in the face of something really overwhelming or something really intense you'll be able to stand strong because you learned how to emotionally resource within yourself and how to how to emotionally regulate so that'll just help you face the ups and downs of life a lot more effectively and I know it's a little esoteric when you first hear about it and start to work with your nervous system in this way. Um, I'm so I'm so open, more than happy to talk to anybody about this in more detail. And 
yeah, I tried not to make this too vague, but I also try not to make it too like overwhelming, I guess, because it is a lot of information and it can be kind of new. I remember when I first got introduced to this type of work, I was like, wait, what? It took me a little bit. It seems really simple. And the truth is it is, but you just have to put it into practice. It's it's something that you embody and that you practice, not just something that you talk about. And it's funny because that really is how the body is, right? The body has its own language. And here we are just trying to put it into words, which complicates it more than it needs to be in a way. But at the same time, it helps you kind of understand what's going on and what the process is so that then you can start to do this experience and do this practice without necessarily having any words attached to it. Uh, Okay, well, I think that's it for now. Thank you so much for tuning in and... Oh, and of course, if you enjoyed this show, please, please, please leave a review or share this with somebody who you know could also geek out about it with you. (laughs) All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye.